Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Normally, Friday mornings at 8 a.m., I'm interviewing the great one and only Stephen Dow from Velocity Mortgage. Uh, it is Christmas Eve, and he is out and about enjoying family activities. So, Stephen, hope you are having a wonderful day. Thank you for everything you do on the channel. But given I have this 8 a.m. time slot set aside, I thought I would uh, take an opportunity to do a live stream and cover some topics that I have collected throughout the week. If you are a found this channel for the first time, welcome. Uh, do me a favor, give me a thumbs up, like, subscribe, comment, all of that stuff for the YouTube algorithm. If you are a returning viewer, thank you so much. It is because of you I continue to create daily content. I appreciate that one rental at a time is working. We are sending out deal cards almost every day. Uh, I am getting great messages from folks about how to get started one rental at a time, changing your financial future. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Hopefully you can tell I'm having as much fun as many of you are. So uh, thank you for that. So a uh, kind of, couple of topics that I'm thinking about. One is interest rates. Something I have asked myself is how high can interest rates go? Now, specifically, I am a real estate investor. So when I say interest rates, I'm not talking savings account. I'm not really even talking the 10-year uh, treasury. I am talking mortgage rates. Most specifically, let's be clear, I am talking mortgage rates, 30-year fixed, owner-occupied. That is where it starts. Uh, they are my competition right, for residential properties. So that's what I've been thinking about. So something I did last night is I once again went back to my 50-year spreadsheet. I have I built it over the summer. I've shared it with you. Uh, I even give it away in my free course because I think it is that valuable. So I looked at interest rates, right? We saw the PCE measure yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Highest since 1982. I don't know about you, but that gives me pause. That gives me concern. So what I did is I went back to the 1970s and I said, how high can interest rates go? Uh this is obviously when I talk about Jerome Powell becoming Paul Volcker. This is really what I am concerned about. Is how high can Jerome Powell take rates if Jerome Powell goes, I am going to break inflation no matter what happens. So you can go back and look at the 1980s. And again, I give the spreadsheet away for free and see that Paul Volcker took interest rates from 8% to over 16%. Again, this is the 30-year mortgage. So first and foremost, do I think that Jerome Powell is going to take the 30-year mortgage rate to 16%? Of course not. Of course not. Let's not be let's not be silly. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is okay, it started at 
8. It went to 16. That is an 800 basis point move. So the first thing I have to ask myself is, okay, where did we start? For argument's sake, let's say it's 3%. If you add 800 basis points to 3%, you get 11. So the next question I ask myself, could Jerome Powell take interest rates from 3% to 11%? And the answer is not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right. So, okay. So he's not going to take him to 16. He's not going to take him to 11. But how high can he go? So once again, I go back to the 1980s and I realize, you know what? Paul Volcker essentially doubled the 30-year mortgage, right, from 8 to 16, basically. So I ask myself, can Jerome Powell double the 30-year mortgage rate? And the answer is absolutely. He could take the mortgage, the 30-year mortgage rate from 3 to 6. If he takes it to 6, that's actually below where I started in 2002, which is in the in the low sevens. So can Jerome Powell take interest rates on the 30-year mortgage from 3 to 6%? I believe he can. I'm not sure he has the backbone. He hasn't shown me. I don't think he will. I don't think he's that strong. Paul Volcker was convinced, and he was, Paul Volcker didn't care if you hated him. Paul Volcker didn't care if he caused a recession. His goal was to break inflation. I don't think Powell has that kind of conviction. I think Powell would wilt like a flower. But maybe. Could he? Absolutely. So the first topic of the day is how high could interest rates go? They're not going to 16. They're not going to 11. But could they go to 6? Yeah, I think they could. What happens at six? That's the next question, right? What happens to housing, my investment choice, if interest rates go to 6%? Well, again, I've given you the answer. <laughs> I've given you the answer. It's in the 50-year spreadsheet. The first thing and the thing that you could count on is real estate transactions would fall off a cliff. Yes, dare I say it, real estate transactions would crash. They would crash. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think they went down 60% because interest rates double, people, right? It's less affordable when interest rates double. But here's the big question for me is what happens to prices, values? Well, again, the answer is in the, the spreadsheet. Because again, why are interest rates going up? Because of inflation. What's the biggest cause to inflation? Wages, right? Transactions fall off a cliff. Only the stuff that has to sell will sell. Prices will slow down. They won't go negative. So that's the first topic of the day is how high interest rates could go. Again, I think the upper limit is 6%. Again, this is 30 years. If that happens, what happens to real estate? Transactions fall. Values flatten out. Again, you could look at my 50-year spreadsheet, which I give you free to look at in the course. So that's the first topic of the day. Let's say good morning to the people who sent me a chat. And there's only one, at least thus far. So Nathan, good morning. How are you? I hope you're having a 
wonderful day. Thank you for watching. Uh, why don't we talk about getting off the sidelines? Uh, if you are a real estate investor, a lot of folks that I talk to communicate with, uh, they're scared, they don't want to make a mistake, or they don't have any money. So let's talk about that. Invest to Wealth, good morning, how are you? Thank you for watching. So let's talk to the people that are scared, right? Maybe you have history. Maybe you personally uh, made a mistake in the 06 Great Recession. Maybe you're young enough where it wasn't you that made a mistake, but there was family, friends, an uncle, an aunt, a mom, a dad, a close friend who had a house foreclosed on. There's a lot of reasons to be scared, especially if you have that history. Uh, if you know my story, which is well documented in one rental at a time, I started long before that crisis. There were warning signs that it was getting stupid. And I talk about it in the market. We talked about it ad nauseum about decline. I declined tenants that got home loans. That should not happen. So there was a lot going on that was unsafe. And there were warning signs. Um, but let's just realize that a lot of the injury that was caused in the last crisis were people not doing the work. They were gambling on appreciation. They got addicted to easy money. There was a lot of stuff going on like that. What I would tell you if you're scared, the greatest, the way to come uh, overcome being scared is to simply do the work. Practice, practice, practice. Build up that repetition, right? If you want to become confident in something, you practice. And that's what we give you in the course, how to get started one rental at a time. Let's say good morning to other people who have joined. Dion, good morning. How are you? Leo, Leo, good morning. Lumberjack, yep. I'm getting my voice ready for our 9 o'clock. Uh, I'll be looking forward to that on your channel. Uh, Don and Bev, good morning, Michael. Don't know if uh, I'll catch tomorrow morning, so hope you have a Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You all are wonderful. And Sergio, good morning. How are you doing? So number two, uh, new investors, you don't want to make a mistake. I get it. I don't want to make a mistake either. Mistakes are painful. Uh, what I would tell you, the biggest way to not make a mistake is to do the work. I have uh, been doing this for 20-some years. I've interacted with thousands of new investors. Some of them come to me with money. It's like, Michael, I've got 40 grand or 50 grand or 100 grand, whatever it is, and I'm ready to go. And I'm like, great. Well, my answer to you is the same. Go do the work for 60 or 90 days. Go learn your market. Learn average. Most of them don't listen. Money's burning a hole in their pocket. They feel like they have to do something. So they pull up Realtor.com or Zillow or Redfin. They look at three listings. They write two offers and they get one. <laughs> That's gambling. There's no chance that you can look at three deals and understand your market. My answer is if you have a hundred grand or zero, the answer is the same. You need to do the work. You need to spend 90 days looking at a buy box to figure out average so you do good or great. If you are following one rental at a time, I do not want you to do average deals. I certainly don't want you to do bad deals. I don't want you to do average deals. Anybody out there can do an average deal, hence 
They're average. Most of you will not spend the time to learn average, hence you are doomed to do average. So again, not wanting a mistake, I get it. The cure for that is doing the work. And then I do hear a lot of folks that say, I just don't have any money. I, I've, I've always wanted to do real estate investing for the last 10 years, but I don't have any money. If you've had a passion for real estate for 10 years and you don't have an emergency reserve or you don't have any money left over, you're not ready to invest in real estate. Real estate, its uh, you'll have bad days. You'll have the, oh my God, the water heater broke. Nobody was home. It ran for 36 hours and now your floor and three feet of drywall need to be replaced. Yeah, you have insurance but your deductible is 10 grand or five grand or whatever, you're going to have bad days. If you haven't read my book yet, One Rental at a Time, you need to read about my first tenant. My first tenant almost destroyed us. It happens. If you have no money, you need to step back and get your money right. Need versus want, get a side hustle, something. Because real estate investing, you need a reserve. Not only do you need a life emergency reserve for your family, but you also need emergency reserve for real estate. So it's um, it, it'll get you if you don't have that. So some other things that I'm proud about on this channel. Again, I was just kind of brainstorming. Uh, one of the things that came to us this year on this channel, one rental at a time, Velocity Mortgage brought us 30-year money on apartments and offices. And again, I used their service. I got a 30-year fixed rate loan on an office building. I own an office building. It's called The Hub on Van Ness and Fresno. And I did not think I could get 30-year money on an office. Now, some of you don't know what I'm talking about. Here's the deal. If you own a five-unit building or more, it's called commercial. If you own an office building, it's called commercial. If you own mixed use, it's called commercial. Typically, those loan products are three, five, and seven-year fixed. They're 25-year AMs. And if you watch my channel, you know I am deathly afraid of where interest rates will be in a couple of years. So it was finding Velocity Mortgage that I'm like, oh, my God. I can go take cash out, 50% LTV, very conservative, of my office building for 30 years fixed. So that was something we brought this channel, which I'm really happy we did. And I understand from Stephen, more and more of you are reaching out to him on apartments and portfolio loans and all of that. Uh, the feedback has been, generally speaking, extremely positive. Uh, some folks have talked about emails being delayed. Um, what I would tell you if that's the case is make sure you put in the subject line O-R-A-A-T. Uh, they are a publicly traded financial company and have very, very strong spam filters. Uh, so some stuff gets stuck. Uh, because again, they are constantly under attack, I am sure. The other thing that we brought you, we brought you this recently. This first came to us from Omar. Uh, I've since done conversations with a cost segregation study. Folks, the little guy, you and me, we now can do cost segregation on houses. I have shared with you my personal experience with a duplex. Uh, we've talked about bonus depreciation being a gift. I, I am using bonus depreciation, which was in the Jobs Act, which will go through next year to get cash back on everything I bought in 2021 and everything I buy in 2022. 
I go buy a $200,000 property, I'm going to get between ten dollars and $12,000 back in my taxes. Now, there are obviously limitations. If you're a high-income W-2 earner, there's all those rules. We have talked about them, agnosium. I had my CPA on to talk about them. So, again, one thing we did. And then we talked about how Grant Cardone is going to pay zero taxes this year because he just bought $750 million in apartments in Fort Lauderdale or Miami or somewhere. Cost segregation plus bonus depreciation is a gift to real estate investors. And I was very happy we brought that service to this channel. The other thing I'm really happy about this channel is I am different. This channel, One Rental at a Time, is different than every other real estate channel, investing channel, economic channel. Every other channel that I see, it's one person talking about the latest hot topic where this channel, I certainly bring you what I'm doing, but I bring you seven, eight, nine multimillionaires every week. This channel, One Rental at a Time, is really a community of experts that have your interest in mind. So I'm so thankful, so happy with all of our experts coming back week after week after week. It is truly a pleasure of mine to know that they are excited to come back every week. So I'm very happy with that. The other thing I want to talk about is the cheat code to wealth. I believe Dion named that cheat code to wealth. Matt, the lumberjack, brought us the 4-3-2-1 strategy. I think there's a lot a lot of folks talking about first-time homebuyers being in a bad spot, and they are. I mean, it's 26% lowest uh, on record. But let's not forget, you don't need your forever home the first time. You can get on the path, the, the path to being wealthy in 10 years or less. The greatest strategy you could do is the 4321. Right? If you're young, you're getting out of college, go find a fourplex, then a triplex, then a duplex in a house. And by the time you're 30, 31, 32, you're probably a millionaire. It's that simple. Something I write about in my second book, uh, write about a, a young investor who did a 203K loan in Southern California as his first deal. He moved in with his wife. I think he was married at the time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and went on to bigger and better things. Uh, we've talked about, um, you know, Teenage moms and Section 8 housing and high school dropouts and house hacking, cheat code to wealth, whatever you want to call it. Todd Baldwin, you know, grew up and he's been featured on CNBC, millennial, millionaire, millionaire, millennial, whatever it is. Roommates, you know, there's, if you want it, there is a way. There just is. But you got to sacrifice, you got to slow down to go fast. There's lots of things going on. Perhaps the greatest thing that I'm worried about is inflation right now. I believe inflation is running ahead of wage growth. My question is how inflation has to roll over, has to roll over by the summer of next year. If we still have accelerating inflation into the summer next year, Get ready for some Paul Volcker-like stuff. Because again, what did what did CPI come out at 6.8? It's really 10. PPI was 9.2. Shoot, PCE was 5.6. All numbers worst since the 80s. If all of those numbers are higher in July, we got a problem. We got a problem. 
yeah, that would not be good. Uh, but I think we are in for wage inflation. And why wage inflation? I just think I think the employee is going to have the power. I think the lower end of the wage, um, I don't know, strata or whatever level, they're going to see some goodness. I think wages will go more than inflation. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of that will be eaten up with higher gas and rent and all of that. Uh, but yeah, we need to get inflation under control. And then a couple of things that I haven't talked about, I don't think ever, the keys to getting rich or staying rich. Number one, and this is one that, again, from personal experience, you never want to get over, over leveraged or have one investment that could wipe you out. If you know my story at all, you know that I got stupid and lost 80% of my wealth because I was stupid and, and doing I was gambling, not investing. The stock market taught me a lesson. Fraud taught me a lesson. Two companies that were publicly traded and audited busted me. So you don't want to be invested where one bad event can wipe you out. Two, I don't think enough people appreciate time in the market. So I want to give you an example of my story. Again, I write about it in the book, get it on Amazon. I buy a house on Norris Drive. This is the same house that the tenant screwed me. So it's poignant, I guess. Roughly speaking, we put $20,000 in that house to buy it. About two and a half years later, I take $40,000 out of the house via a cash out refi. So I put 20 in, I take 40 out. Now, unfortunately, I took too much out, and now this house becomes a um, alligator, which again is in the book. It's not a good thing, but it happened. But in that first house, at this point, I have none of my own money. That forty thousand dollars becomes two more properties. So now that twenty grand became forty, but now I have three houses. Pretty cool. Those three houses eventually are sold via a 1031 exchange, and those three houses become, I think, 24 units. Again, that same 20 grand. Now, fast forward, it's probably year eight. It's 24 units. Uh, my equity position in the 24 units is hundreds of thousands of dollars. My cash flow is in the thousands of dollars. Pretty cool. So now you take those 24 year, 24 units and you fast forward to 2020 or 2021. Uh, those 24 units now are 18 because I sold one of the buildings. Uh, I'm sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash from that sale. Those units that used to be producing thousands are now producing even more. All of that because of the first 20 grand. That first 20 grand grew into probably a half a million dollars in equity, well over $200,000 in cash. I have zero, I have zero dollars of my own money. I have negative money. I have negative 180 grand or something in those units. Time in the market beats timing the market. I bought these properties. I, here's a secret. I sold the house at a peak. I bought properties at the peak. 
1031 exchange. You sell, you buy. I just moved out of very expensive into not very expensive, right? Houses to apartments. So again, time in the market. Reuse capital. When you get momentum going, I think Dion calls this the snowball. Don't slow it down, right? I put the 20 in. I took 40 out. I could have blown half that. Hey, I took the 20. I got my 20 back. I'll invest that 20, but let me go buy a new whip. Let me go take a new vacation with the other 20. No, 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 no. Get this thing rolling. And then a decade later, go do some cool things. Um, again, house hacking roommates, 4321, if you're getting started or if you're, again, my experts are so wonderful. Anna Kelly, REI mom. She's living in Texas in a big old house. She's got two kids. She makes the she makes the uh, financial decision to move to Pennsylvania. She moves in with her in-laws for like nine months. Do you think that was fun? Even if you love your mother-in-law, that was not fun. Then she moves into a fourplex. Can you imagine going from a big-ass house in Texas to a fourplex? Why the heck would she do that? She wanted to take her largest expense, housing, make it zero so she could save more and ultimately build a portfolio of real estate that allowed her to retire and spend time with her babies. She's an amazing, amazing investor. How many of you are willing to take that leap? Sell your house, buy a fourplex, Anna Kelly did it. If it's good enough for Anna, it's good enough for all of us. Something to think about, right? Do the math. What else do I have on my little notes here to talk about? Let's say good morning to anybody else that came on. Anthony, good morning. Sergio, uh, I have a property preservation company. Is any foreclosures coming our way anytime soon? I doubt it. Not very many. Numbers out of Black Knight, I think we peaked at point. 8 million homes in forbearance. We've now got numbers after a year where less than 1% uh, go that way. It's just not going to happen. New prop. Hey, guys, in the New York Metro, looking to connect. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Know thyself first. Good morning. Namaste. Good morning. Namaste. Jay Parker, me. I'm not sure what that means. Maybe that means you're in New York. I'm not sure. Helping hands. Good morning. Uh, Vince from uh, Corona, California. Good morning. Gilbert, Merry Christmas. Good morning. How are you? Uh, can't say that because that's not in English, I don't think. But good morning anyway. I don't know what that is. It's probably a bot. I don't know. Anyways, let's see. One more topic. Do I have one more topic? Oh, I guess close with my plan for 2022. Again, I, I believe in sharing what I'm doing. 2021, as you know, was... Two things for me. Well, really three things. Trying to buy what I can. Not a lot happened. Biggest thing for me was fixing my debt structure. I had, I don't know, 10 or 12 loans with variable rates because they were commercial. They were apartments or offices. I spent all of 2021 fixing that problem. So now everything has 30-year debt. 
A lot of that stuff is thanks to Velocity Mortgage. 30-year debt apartments, I didn't think it was possible, but he took care of us. Um, number Now the plan for 2022 is I'm going to buy hopefully at least $2 million in good or great deals. I am going to get cash back on every purchase, again, via cost segregation and bonus depreciation. I obviously don't have a W-2, so I'm a real estate professional, so I can do that. But yeah, that's my plan. Two million bucks. Only good or great deals. I'm going to give it a shot. I figure that in my market, that's probably... Actually, I don't know what it's going to be. It could be one, it could be one apartment for all I know. But yeah, I'm going to try to buy at least two million bucks next year. I'm not selling anything. No more flips. No more, um, yeah, no more flips. At least not next year. Uh, if I had to do it over again, I think I would hold at least half of my flips, if not every single one of them. Yeah. Flipping is fun. I liked helping new investors, but damn. I didn't need the money. I should have held those damn things. All right, let's make sure we say good morning to everyone. Uh, Jay Parker, fourplex was me. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay, cool. Good morning, uh, the Riley, the Riley Aoke. Good morning, how are you? Ethan, the non-QM lending, will they do a mobile home park? Don't know, Ethan, you have to call them and ask. Don't know. S-Dow, S-D-A-O at Velocity Mortgage. You need to ask them. I don't know. King and Anthony. Hi, uh, hey everyone. What award? What award are we going to give Michael for doing these videos every day? We need to come. You don't need to give me an award. I appreciate it. Nope, I'm good. I uh, I do this because I want to, uh, because I have fun. I promise you, if I stop having fun, I will just not show up anymore. Don't need an award. Thank you very much. The award you can give me is share the channel with your friends. I want to help a million people. I can help 10,000 the rest of my life. I need you to help me help 990,000. That's all. Invite your friends. Uh, thank you, Know Thyself. Sergio, I am flipping vintage trailers. Any advice? Um, no advice. I only talk about what I know. Uh, I am working with a gentleman who calls himself the king of trailers uh, to create some bonus content that's going to launch next, next year. That's why the course is going up. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have any advice. Same advice. Buy low, sell high. Watch your uh, repair costs. Yep. Yep. Sharing my content would be very helpful. So I want to thank you, everyone. I only wanted to do a half hour this morning. I want to rest, get ready for the three amigos. Uh, again, we will be going live at 9 a.m. Pacific, about 30 minutes on the Lumberjacks channel. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We, we have some questions from our Facebook group and the like. So Happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you. I will be back tomorrow at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific just because that's what I do. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful day. I hope all is well. Don't forget that my course goes up January 1st. If you don't buy it now, I can't help you. Uh, we are adding ridiculous amounts of bonus content, uh, so the price is going up. And if you want my mentoring option, you really need to get that one because that one's going to go up a lot because uh, I value my time. And uh, it's getting purchased more and more. So uh, that's going to go up. So take care. Bye.